0: This is Girl on the Cliff Podcast. I want to thank you for spending some time with me. Today's episode is called Personification. Drugs. Drugs had taken my family from me. Drugs had walked around like a maniac, breaking things and yelling in our home. Drugs had also walked around like a zombie, ears keen to even the slightest sound, peeking around corners, crawling on the floor, coming into my room with an empty stare. Drugs made me take a safety pin and put it through the money that my mother had given me to hold for the lights or the water bill, and I had to attach it to the insides of my pants. Drugs had woken us up in violent rages, cursing, yelling, and sending me and my mother and my sister out of the house fearing what it would do next. It placed us on the sidewalk at the wee hours of the morning while it was still dark. Drugs escorted us by police car to the other side of town to spend the night with my uncle. And while we were still at an unrest trying to get over the events of the night before, it destroyed our house. You see, we were the family that tried, but couldn't, and we lived in a house that wanted to be a home, but wouldn't. My father would not allow it to be, despite his own best efforts, and now I know why. He did not believe he deserved it. He didn't believe he was worth a family. He didn't trust anyone to love him and question all those who would come along and try. And what he feared the most came to him like a bat out of hell, with smoke and flames attached to its wings. And one by one, he lost all those who tried to love him, because he couldn't trust that they truly, truly could love him if they got to know who he was. But my mother did. My mother loved him enough for two people. And he in turn learned, for a time, to love her perhaps the best he has ever loved anyone in his life. But that would be an animal that will refuse to be tamed. Because for him to control the love he had for her, he first had to learn to love himself. And that was something that he never learned to do. My father's love was like a wildfire on cold ice. And my mom would go from third degree burns from the heat to frostbites from the below-zero tips trying to find a place of warmth in the beast of a heart she tried to lay her head on. But there was a war inside of his bones between the man he wanted to be and what this life had incorrectly taught him about his value and self-worth. And then drugs came along and entered into the bloodstream and it was no longer a fair fight because he was not fighting only against his own insecurities, self-doubt, low self-worth, but also against this man-made sickness of intoxicating euphoria that provided for a time an absence of worries, but in turn would tax him his whole world. Drugs is the worst loan shark there is. Drugs had parked in our driveway with red and blue lights and police cars. It put holes in the wall with my father's hands. Drugs took a lucrative family business, a home, a marriage, and put it inside of a metal spoon and lit it on fire. Drugs set our house ablaze and burned all of us from the inside out. But drugs could not touch the faith of my mother. It was hard for my father to find rest and peace but he found as much as his life would ever give him with her. She tried as much as she could, and even more than she could stand, to see him pass the flames of his own drug abuse. But the more she poured into him, the less of herself she became. And then one day she realized that the man she loved was lost inside the war, in his bones, his heart, and bloodstream. But even still, Her loyalty was long-standing. It allowed her to give him peace, even in his death. My father had remarried another woman, but was estranged or divorced from her at the time of his passing. And prior to that, he had began dating another lady. My mother and my sister closest to me flew to Texas to view my father's body and to bring him back home to Tennessee. But before that, they had a small service My mom invited both his girlfriend at the time and his second wife. I asked my mom why she did that, and this is what she said. Your father was not an easy man to love. So if these women were able to love him and give him a little bit of peace in his life, then I appreciate them for that. It was in that moment that my mother taught me how to truly, truly love. Love is not possessive, angry, Bitter, resentful, controlling, or sad. Love is a cool breeze through your heart, a fluttering butterfly of freeness, and a wanting of good and great things for the person you love, in your presence or not. My mother's love for my father in his life and all the winding roads in between his death gave him for a time the personification of the man he envisioned himself to be. He would go on to chase the comfort of a woman who loved him so greatly, a woman who had wrapped inside of her heart all of his greatness and in the imprint of a womb that birthed his legacy, who introduced him to a faith and God that could find him in any halfway house or jail cell. My mother's love, was the best medicine his bones or heart could ever have felt next to the love of God. My mother was the personification of my father's healing. Thank you. This has been Girl on the Cliff Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our session today.